could have kids Felicity Grogan loves to do collage. At the moment she is working on a series of miniature plants called the 100 Pot Project, which you can view on Instagram at Felicity Grogan Art. We are so happy to have her join us today on KidsPod. like to support kids pod to allow us to make even more episodes you can make a one-off donation for as low as five dollars at ko-fi.com slash kids pod that's k-o hyphen f-i dot com slash kids pod there's no obligation and kids pod will continue to remain free for all but we want to keep kids pod going strong well into the future so we really appreciate any support you can give. From all of us at KidsPod, thank you. Hello everyone, my name is Felicity and I'm a mixed media artist. This means I create artworks using lots of different mediums such as watercolour, acrylic paint, ink, paper, glue and coloured pencils all on the one piece. I live in North East Victoria and my artworks are inspired by nature and my surrounds. I love making art as it's a great way to clear your head and express yourself. You can find my work on Facebook, Instagram and Etsy by searching for Felicity Grogan Art. Hi, I'm Benji and I'm 11 and I was wondering what are your favourite and least favourite media and colours to work with and why? Hi Benji, I really like working with lots of different mediums which is why mixed media appeals to me so much. A medium is the type of material you like working with. For example, watercolour, acrylic, oil paints, textiles, etc. In mixed media, your final artwork can be made from lots of different mediums. My collages have lots of steps to them. I actually hand paint my own papers to create the colours and textures I'm looking for. My favourite mediums are watercolour, because of the unique colours and textures I can create, and also acrylic. I usually apply the acrylic paint with a roller or brayer to get a lovely matte finish. My least favourite medium is probably oil paint, just because it's quite messy, smelly and really hard to clean up. As most of my works are inspired by nature, I like to use lots of greens and earthy tones. However, I also love bright colours and I get to use these when I create my unique pots. Because I hand paint my papers and cut my shapes very carefully, people often don't believe my work is collage until they look really closely. I love that moment when they realise. Hi, I'm Alia and I'm 11 years old. What inspired you to start making collages? Hi Alia. As I said to Benji, I love experimenting with different mediums. I attend workshops whenever I get a chance to learn how to use new mediums and try new styles. You should never stop learning. I started following an artist by the name of Wendy Brightbill. Her work is so vast and colourful. 
I joined a couple of her online classes and was so inspired by her collage and mixed media artworks. After experimenting with some of her ideas, my own collage journey took place. Over the past few years, my style has continued to evolve until where it is today. I use hand-painted papers to cut my shapes from, and then I slowly build my artwork, a bit like a jigsaw puzzle. It's so addictive. Hi, my name is Lucy and I'm 11. I'll be asking, what is your favourite piece? Hi Lucy, this is such a difficult question. I have an attachment to every piece I make for different reasons. It might be the colours, the subject matter, or just how I was feeling when I was creating it. I also think that the most recent piece is often my favourite, as it's fresh in my mind, and there's always a sense of achievement when I finish a work. However, just for you, I'll narrow it down to two. One is a piece which I haven't yet released. I call it a mega shelfie. It's a large piece with over 30 tiny collage pots all sitting on shelves. I made it for a competition which was cancelled due to COVID, so no one has seen it yet. The other is a collage of a Regent honey eater. This local bird is endangered and I created the artwork to draw attention to the species. I really enjoyed making it as it was out of my comfort zone and it really needed to look a bit like the actual bird. I experimented with different papers including a phone book and also different shapes and textures. I was very pleased with the results and have since had some commissions to make other birds. Hi, my name is Lila, I'm 10 years old. My question is, have you ever won any awards for your art? And if so, which are you most proud of? Hi, Lila. Yes, I have won a couple of awards for my artwork. In 2018, one of my collage artworks was highly commended at the Yak and Dander Fresh and Unframed Art Exhibition. In 2019, I was awarded third prize at the Man from Snowy River Art and Photography Show for a piece called Be the One. I was equally proud of both awards, particularly as the judges are highly accomplished artists themselves. When I was at school, I often entered my art into local shows. I won lots of awards back then and strongly encourage all budding artists to enter any competition you come across. It's not about winning, it's about proudly displaying your work for everyone to admire. Hi, I'm Grace and I was wondering why have you made so many doors and plants? Hi Grace, I'm inspired by nature and I have a fabulous potted garden right at my back door. I have over 200 pot plants outside and have now started an indoor collection. Some artist friends and I decided to have an art exhibition last year, and we called it Reflections of Home. After lots of brainstorming, I thought that the thing I love most about my home is my garden, and that's where it all started. The doors are a recent addition to my collection. During lockdown, I started thinking about a way that I could represent the feelings that people were going through, but in a beautiful way. I created the doors to show that we are all connected, we all have a front door that is now closed and I wanted the viewer to wonder who lives there and what's happening behind that door. I'm Alice and I'm 10 and I was wondering what's the worst mistake you've ever made while doing a collage? Hi Alice, can I let you in on a bit of a secret? The best thing about collage is that if you make a mistake, no one will ever know because you can just put that shape aside and have another go. I cut all my pieces out one by one, then assemble them at the end like a puzzle. If something doesn't look right, I can just take that piece out and try again. I don't glue anything down until I'm happy with the final arrangement. This can take weeks and even months depending on the artwork. I also have a favourite saying, mistakes are proof you are trying.
Hi, I'm James, and I want to know, have you ever accidentally made a piece better? And if so, how? Hi James, thanks for your question. Yes, actually, I have accidentally made a piece better. I was entering a competition where the theme was power. When I start a new artwork, I do lots of brainstorming. I think about the theme, in this case power. I linked power to resilience and taking control of oneself. I had an idea to create a lino print of fish all going the one way, but there would be one fish going against the crowd, making its own choices and decisions. When I tried to print the fish, I would get two or three good prints, then the next fish wouldn't print well, which ruined the whole piece of art. After trying over and over, I had to rethink my idea. I decided to cut out the fish which looked the best and then collage them onto another sheet of paper. As I was looking through my art studio, I found a see-through frame. I decided to arrange the fish in this frame and it looked a bit like a fishbowl. I was so pleased with it. I ended up entering it into the competition in the sculpture and other mediums category. And guess what? It came third. The judges said it was a sophisticated interpretation of the concept, playful use of materials and clever execution. If only they knew the full story. Anyway, it goes to show it's okay to stray from the path you set out on. Sometimes it ends up being a better journey. Hi, my name is Alexandra and I'm 11. My question is, do you sell your artwork? And if so, does the amount of money compensate you for the amount of effort and time you put in? Alexandra. Yes, I do sell my artwork and it's such a wonderful compliment when someone wants to buy one. I sell my work through art exhibitions, galleries, gift shops, online and at local markets. Unfortunately, the money you make does not compensate you for the time and effort that goes into the work, so luckily I love what I do and I have another job to pay the bills. At the moment, I use the money from my sales to go and buy more art materials, so really it's a self-funding job. One day, it would be great to actually turn a profit. When an artist creates an artwork, there are many steps in the process. First, you need to plan the design. What are you going to make and how will you make it? You have to work out the composition and the colours. This step can take many hours. Once I've decided on the colours, I then hand paint the papers that I will need. Then I begin cutting and arranging the shapes, again, many hours, especially the fiddly bits. The final stage is gluing it all down, which is the longest. I'm very particular with my gluing and often use toothpicks for fine details. As part of the selling process, an artist may need to photograph their work, upload it to the online platforms and even frame the work. You have to consider the cost of the materials and any commissions taken by galleries. For example, let's say you see an artwork for sale in an exhibition for $500. If it sells, the gallery often takes 30% for their part in displaying, advertising and selling. The artist is left with $350. The frame may have cost the artist $150, especially if it was done professionally. The artist now has $200 in their pocket. This $200 needs to cover materials, time, delivering and transport costs and entry fees. So at the end of the day, the hourly rate is very low. Don't let that stop you though, as it's an amazing job and it's so important to be creative in some way every day. Like I said, if it pays for more materials, I'm very happy. Hi, I'm Eloise and I was wondering, has your cat ever ripped one of your collages? And if it did, how did you fix it? <laughs> Hi Eloise, 
My cat Ruby loves being in my studio with me and she's actually right here now. And if she's not inside, she's sitting at the window watching. I'm a very messy artist and I can somehow turn my studio upside down in under an hour by pulling out my materials and spreading them everywhere. Ruby seems to love the chaos as it's a new world for her to explore each time she comes in. I don't think she's ever ripped one of my artworks, but she has definitely stepped in wet paint and walked it through my house. She's pretty good at staying away from my cutting table, but whenever I go to take a photo of my artwork or a subject, she loves to get in there and photobomb it. Hey KidsPod listeners, did you know that KidsPod creator Amy Chan is also a children's book author? Her book, My Grandma is 100, celebrates the relationship between grandparents and the kids around them and features beautiful hand-drawn illustrations by Angela Perini. It's the perfect gift for Grandparents' Day, Mother's Day, birthdays, new babies, 100 days at school, and of course, Christmas. To order your copy, go to grandmais100.com or support your local bookshop or library and ask for the book there. If you would like KidsPod to come to your school to conduct a podcasting workshop, contact us at amychan.com. We also ask that you please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes of KidsPod. And to help other people find us and spread the word, we would love it if you give KidsPod a five-star rating and share our link with your friends. KidsPod was created by Amy Chan on Wurundjeri Land. Intro by Nikki Strauss. Cover art by Glenn Strauss. If you like this episode of Kids Pod, you might also enjoy episode 55 with comic writer Wayne Ray. Special thanks to Felicity Grogan and all the kids from 5G and 5W. Thanks for listening.